and welcome back to The Good Journey, and we welcome you to our show, and today we have some very wonderful guests. We're pleased to have two women on our podcast who have definitely had a good and very interesting journeys. Angie Fox is the owner of Ad Sizzle Real Estate in Tampa, Florida, and Angie has been in real estate for over 30 years and prides herself not only on her commercial success, but also on her dedication to empowering women to achieve their goals in the real estate industry. We also have renowned author Ashley Brundridge, who will be, taking, will be talking with us about her book, Empowering Differences. She will talk a bit about how things that make each of us unique and also the keys to our individual success. And Tori, good day to you. Well, good day to you, Robert. How are you? Doing great. Good. good Doing good. great. I'm really excited about our podcast show for this. I am today. too. I am too. These are wonderful women, very much women empowering women. And uh, we're thrilled to have them on the show. So welcome, ladies. Just so great to have you. Happy New Year to you both. Thank you. Thank you, Tori and Robert. Well, thanks so much. Glad to be here. Yes, and we're so thrilled to have you. So Angie, we're going to start a little bit with with you. Talk a, talk a little bit about your background and your successes. Um, as uh, we've talked with you before, we always refer to you as a serial entrepreneur because pretty much everything you touch turns to gold and you are a wonderfully intelligent and talented and successful woman. And uh, uh, as Robert mentioned, you are the owner of Ad Sizzle Real Estate based out of Tampa, Florida. And uh, Angie, you've been in real estate for over 30 years and you are quite a beacon when it comes to empowering w- women who are interested in owning their own commercial real estate business. And I know you currently have an all-female crew at Ad Sizzle Real Estate who are also dedicated to help women entrepreneurs to achieve their goals. And I think that's wonderful. Can you tell us a little bit about how you first got into real estate and what steps you take to empower women? Maybe uh, how you were helped along the way and how you are passing it forward uh, to help other women to achieve the success that you have, especially now during the pandemic, when obviously the viewing and selling of real estate has definitely had its, its uh, share of challenges. But uh, but give us a little bit about your background and uh, kind of your, your goals, what your journey has been. Well, I love the name of your show, and I'm really happy to be on it, The Good Journey, because I really feel like my real estate career has been a good journey. And uh, I started over 30 years ago. What inspired me is I was 16 years old. I picked up a Forbes magazine back when people actually read magazines and went <laughs> online. Uh-huh. And I saw the top 10 wealthiest people in the world, and they were all in real estate. Oh. And I'm thinking to myself, um, I had a single mom. I was raised by a single mom. And we just always struggled financially to make ends meet. And I decided that I wanted to right then and there work and pursue on getting my real estate, um, you know, uh, license and then see where that could take me. I also have a college degree. I went to school for business and finance. And so I'm really happy that I have a, I'm a college graduate. And then I got my real estate license while I was in college. I was 18 years old when I applied for my real estate salesperson's license, got that. And then a year later I got my broker's license And as a broker, I can own an office. So I started my first real estate company when I was 19. Wow. Wow, indeed. Yes. And, you know, it's kind of funny. As an entrepreneur, I've actually had several different businesses through my lifetime so far that 
I've started where I haven't worked for another business like it. So I don't know if it's just that I have this brave, bold, (laughs) risk-taking sense of desire, but um, it's pretty neat. And the real estate has really been the best thing for me. It allows me to be an entrepreneur, like, you know, you said the serial entrepreneurial part, which means I've had a lot of businesses, but now I've changed my outlook on that because I'm not starting and selling businesses really much anymore. I'm really stuck with my real estate career. Um, But I call myself an enlightened entrepreneur because at my age, I'll be 50 this month. Hey, happy birthday. um, birthday. (laughs) Um, At my age, I'm able to help others and see things with the experience that I have through all the years of real estate. And um, I, I, in particular, I think women, a lot of times women sacrifice their careers. Uh, maybe they went to college, but then they get pregnant or they get married and then they put their career on hold or they go out of the workforce for a period of time. So they give up their dreams and aspirations for their family. Mm-hmm. And not that that's a bad thing. I mean, you know, I was able to fortunately juggle a uh, mommyhood with Uh, my career, but it's not always easy for that work-life balance. Yeah, And um, I I love to help women who want to either get back in the workforce or have been working for somebody else all their life and really want to have their own shingle or start their own business um, and need some real estate to make those dreams happen. Absolutely. And what have, what have you found? Because that, uh, that work, Work-life balance is always something that so many of us women really find to be very challenging. Um, uh, not to take away from men, but I think we have a much tougher time with it than, than men do. It's just kind of the way our society is set up. And what, what do you find? What has worked for you as far as finding that balance? I think the most important thing that you can do is to allow yourself self-care. Mm. So, you know, doing something for yourself, it's like, you know, when my son was little, I would always do sacrifice whatever I had or get something for him or do something for him or be with him, which is important. I'm his mom. I want to give him the world. Yeah. But um, you also have to take care of you. And now I have a situation where my elderly mom lives with me. She's been with me for the past five years. And I love her being with me through all this COVID where I see families separated by a window mm. with their loved ones, their elderly loved ones. My heart just aches for them. And I can walk down the hall and give my mom a hug if I want to. Exactly. She lives with me. So I feel very blessed, but it also puts a lot of stress on me because I'm doing all those things for her, you know, feeding, Mm -hmm. bathing, medication, those sort of things. So, um, and then juggling my career and still am a single mom to Uh my son. So, you know, I'm that sandwich generation, but yeah, I think self-care. So I think if you are able to, even if it's just a a scooch of time, whether it's taking, you know, 15 minutes in the morning and meditating or praying before you start your day or um, giving yourself a chance to unwind and have a glass of wine at the end of the night. Whatever it is that's your self-care, even if you're just going to the nail salon to get your nails done, uh, or if with COVID, if you can't, like I did my, my own nails, I think they look pretty good. But, um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I think just giving yourself, allowing yourself that little time, even if it's just a, a small amount every day. I had a friend of mine, this is gonna be kind of funny, but I had a friend of mine, she said she would go lock herself in the bathroom so she could have at least like 15 minutes of privacy. <laughs> whatever it takes. So, whatever it takes. But I think if you do that, you can help to at least give yourself a little break. 
Do yeah. not knock on the bathroom door under fear of death. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> right. Mommy's having a little me time. Why, yes. Mom, why are yes. you taking two bottles of wine into the bathroom? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Into yes. the water closet, right? Yeah. That's right. There you go. No, I think that's I think that's very true. I think that uh, um, I think it gives us time to center ourselves so we can go back out and be the best we can to everybody around us. You know, if you're not taking good care of yourself and you are you are not feeling uh, worthy or up to the task, then it makes it much more difficult. So I, I totally agree. And I think that's excellent advice that uh, everyone just take some time for themselves to uh, recenter, re reground themselves, and then uh, head head back out into the world again. And you know something else too, Angie. You know, following your adventure, shall we say, on Facebook as well too. You know, because you take the time out. Not only are you a business entrepreneur, you take care of your mom and your son, of course. And your son's an absolutely mm -hmm. wonderful human being. He's yes, just a, yes. a great person. And then, of course, Mr. Peeps, your cat, you know, seeing all the stuff, yes. you know, seeing all the stuff you post, you have such a great balance because, you know, you're doing your work, you're doing the, the social media postings and stuff, and uh, you, you really have it all together. It's just amazing. Well, I think what's important about that, Robert, is time management. And what I learned a long time ago is that at the beginning of every day, that's what the, we all have the same thing. We have the day in front of us, right? So at the beginning of the day, I really look to see what's going to be something that's going to be um, advancing my dreams and visions or my company or my family. And if it's not, then I either it gets to the back burner or it's not done at all. Mm -hmm. I think we as successful people can sometimes get wrapped up into the volunteering for everything, saying yes to everything, or you get asked for everything. Mm -hmm. And so there are some times where you have to learn the, the special craft of saying no politely so that people understand that you still need to be able to balance those things. I volunteer in seven different uh, nonprofit organizations on a regular basis in a very active role for many of them. So, um, but I'm able to balance that because I do look at my schedule and, and do what's most important for me. And you're so active, even socially with things. Uh, I see your mm -hmm. posts with women in aviation for the Tampa area. Uh, I see, uh, and you're also your cigar group that you do. You, uh, you're, um, you might want to talk about that real quick because you, because it's amazing what you do with that, your group. Yes. Yeah, so our uh, Ash Wednesday Cigar Club is celebrating our 10-year anniversary this year. We were started in, in 2011. So 2021 is our 10-year anniversary. Um, it's really exciting for me. What it was is my female friends, I've loved cigars for a long time. So, since I was 19, I had my first cigar. And so they would ask me questions like, Angie, you know, you go into a cigar lounge or a cigar humidor, and there's so much to pick from. How do you know what to smoke? How do you know what to light? And, you know, maybe it can be too harsh or whatever. So what I did is I started an all-female group called Ash Wednesday Cigar Club so that my female friends could feel comfortable learning about cigars. And we paired them with wine originally because a lot of ladies love wine. So, and both are from the earth, of course, the cigar tobacco and then the wines, the grapes. Um, but then after doing that for several months, I was getting a lot of um, single moms that were divorced 
um, because it was Wednesday night in the state of Florida. We have, when you're divorced, you usually have this thing they call timeshare where you share the children. And so Wednesday nights, the, the dad gets the children for a few hours and then the mommy can go do whatever they want. And then on the, every other weekend. So I decided to do on Wednesdays because a lot of my single friends were free for a few hours. So it started out going very well. It started picking up some great momentum. And then my guy friends were like, hey, Ange, you have a lot of really hot looking single women. <laughs> that are can we come? And I said, to, I asked the ladies, I said, do we want to? They're like, well, are they going to buy us drinks and stuff? I mean, it was pretty funny, but anyway, but here's the thing. The guys didn't want the wine. Some of them did, but most of them did it. So then I had to go back to the cigar lounge where I was having the event and say, okay, instead of doing a wine in cigar pairing on our Ash Wednesday once a month, can we do like brandies and cognacs and all this stuff too and whiskeys? And they're like, sure. So that's how it evolved. But we have over a thousand members now uh, nationwide. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then for Super Bowl, the Super Bowl is here in Tampa next month, which is very exciting. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm doing a cigar event in conjunction with the NFL alumni and the Woman of Color Golf on the Wednesday before Super Bowl. So I'm really excited about that. Wow. Oh my gosh, that's great. So now you said yeah. you have you have a, a thousand members. So um obviously it's not a thousand members just in the in the Tampa area. So so do you do Correct. Zoom uh like Zoom meetings for yes. board or how does that work? Yeah, because of the pandemic, we actually didn't meet for a few months starting like in uh, April of this past year. Mm -hmm. So we started doing Zooms. So I have members from across the country. Some may only come to Tampa once or twice a year. So then they come to the Ash Wednesday and that's how they found out about our group. But we have people from across the country that are are members. And then we have an active Facebook page where we post different information and have, um, you know, a featured cigar each month, that sort of thing. So it gives them an education as well as a a, a loving group of family. We call it the Ash Wednesday Cigar Club family. Now, the funny thing is the reference to Ash Wednesday. I am Catholic, and Ash Wednesday is, of course, a uh, Catholic holiday um, to mark the beginning of Lent. Mm-hmm. And um, and I just liked the play on words there, the Ash Wednesday. But it's so funny because every time it comes approaches Ash Wednesday, I usually get a handful of people that have no friends in common with me, no other cigar smokers, but they try to join our group because they see it's a really active group. Wednesday <laughs> Cigar Club. So, and my son too, when he was little, bless his heart, he saw a calendar and he saw on the calendar it said Ash Wednesday. He goes, "Mom, they put your, they printed your cigar event on the calendar." <laughs> <laughs> you know, That's, That's when you know you had made it. <laughs> so. We actually have a couple of um, members of our group that are priests and ministers and rabbis, and they call themselves Holy Smokes. And, oh, um, no. And so they went to our, our Ash Wednesday Cigar Clubs. Yeah. Well, I know a, a number of years ago, uh, we were on a cruise together, and we came back from the cruise, and yes. uh, we had uh, we'd gone to one of your events. Actually, I think twice now we've been to two of your events, and, and one was a giant barbecue in back of the uh, – of the, of the cigar group. And that was amazing. It was a great group of people. It's fun. We're a cigar family for sure. That is so fun. Now, now um, tell us now if people are interested, well, let me back up, let me back up a little bit. We'll go back to the, uh, the real estate. Tell me how you go about if there is a woman who is interested in the, in the real estate industry, uh, interested in starting their own company what do you recommend to them? What is the best way for them to get started? Well, I think, uh, and this is a great example of something that just happened to me. I had a lady who was a local fitness trainer uh, in the Tampa Bay area, and she had been leasing a space for a period of time. Two of her other trainers 
left and vacated the space. So she didn't have the income coming in from those other trainers. And she realized that she needed to downsize her space. So she and I, uh, I went over, took a look at the, the building that she's currently in to see what her equipment looked like. And then we started a search for something that was within a mile or two so that her clients wouldn't be inconvenienced mm-hmm. about where to go. And then, then the thing was, is she had been in business for over 20 years. And I said to her, you know, what is your net operating income? What are, you know, just really basic business things. And she kind of gave me a blank look. And then it dawned on me that many women just go about, and I'm sure, you know, our, our other guest, Ashley, who's going to be on the call with us, um, she can relate to that as a, a financier, that there are many women who don't know, and men too, for that matter, business owners who really don't know the basics of their business. They get along, they know that if the bills are being paid, they're fine. But the thing is, they're, they're surviving and not thriving necessarily. Right. And so I really looked at you know, I looked at everything, like what's the cost of this water that you bring in, in the jug that is here in the stand. I mean, everything that could possibly be the cleaning lady, whatever it might be. We looked at all those and then we broke it out as to what she needs to make a day to be able to cover her lease. Mm -hmm. And so when I told her, I said, we are, um, Realty is a, um, a commercial company that helps and primarily helps female entrepreneurs that gave her a sense of real security and safety because so many times this is a man's world. I mean, it's happened to me hundreds of times where I've been in different meetings or been overlooked or thought I was the secretary or <laughs> thought I was the, you know, the lady supposed to get the coffee, uh-huh. whatever, and not the acknowledgement. I think it's better now, but not the acknowledgement that I was actually the the licensed seasoned broker that was in the room. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm really happy to help women to know that they have a friend in the business with me that I've been through practically every scenario I can think of in my 30 year career, uh, all kinds of crazy scenarios in real estate that I will be there to help them and guide them and make a good decision. And some of the best decisions I've made is tell people to walk away from a deal. Mm-hmm. I know that's hard because I'm not going to earn a commission, but the reality is it wasn't the right deal for them. And it's only going to cause headaches in the future. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now, um, Angie, if, if uh, women are interested in reaching out to you, or if people are interested, people who live in the Tampa, uh, Tampa area are interested mm-hmm. in real estate. Now, do you do um, commercial and residential both? Yes. So I call myself resumercial. <laughs> I do residential and commercial. Great. I love both. I started out doing residential, um, you know, and I still do that. I do a lot of investment property, residential investment property for my clients. So they're buying property that is residential, but they want me to help manage or do property management. So um, they can certainly reach me. My company website is Ad Sizzle Realty. A-D-S-I-Z-Z-L-E, Realty, R-E-A-L-T-Y.com. And how the name Add Sizzle came about, I always say you don't sell the steak, you sell the sizzle, baby. Uh-huh. I like to add the sizzle to, um, you know, the, the transactions that I do, to do the little dazzle over the top. So that's um, how the name came about. And then as far as the Cigar Club, we do have a Facebook page, but we also have a website, AshWednesdayCigarClub.com which has a list of all of our events and um, you can get more information there on the website. So now I did want to touch on something, Tori, that you talked about the very beginning when you introed me, which is how the pandemic has affected real estate. Mm -hmm. And I will tell you this, I love it that there are more people willing to accept a virtual tour. Part of my life, I used to spend probably 30,000 miles a year on the road with people, showing them property, doing something. I would put easily 30,000 miles on my car. This past year, I put five. (laughs) Quite a difference. What that means is that I can go out once, if I list a property, do a really good video virtual tour, 
and then be able to show it to them. And then they're going to trust my 30 years of experience to say, hey, this is good, this is bad, whatever, um, in a good investment for them. So I think a lot more people, because of the pandemic, have been very accepting of virtual tours, of virtually staged spaces to help them visualize their investment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's wonderful. Well, Angie, thank you so much. We will we will chat with you again in a moment. I just we're going to okay. pop over and speak with uh, Ashley a bit, but uh, it's always wonderful to chat with you and congratulations on all your great successes and here's to a, a great 2021. Thank you. And it's actually our 20th anniversary of Ads as a Oh my gosh, that's so wonderful. I got 10 years with the cigar group and 20 with real estate. Wow. wow. Well, congratulations. Thank you so much. That is very exciting. We're going to take a quick break here for a minute and we will be right back. 